Fade in. Exterior, a redwood forest. Twilight. Full moon rising between trees. Green city limit sign next to dark highway. Dissolve to. Sign. White block letters. Arcadia, California. Population 16,179. Freeze frame. Superimpose. Episode 69. Ancillary rights. You keep telling her that she should have jumper cables in her trunk. Especially now that Nico's using the car. What happened if the battery died when he was out somewhere? She knows there's no way he'd ask someone to borrow theirs. That's it. I am getting some tomorrow. Putting them in the back. Does he know how to jump a car? Getting cables and teaching him how to use them. He'll need to know how just in case anything should ever happen. God forbid. Give you a hand with that? Oh, fuck. Shit. Ow. Ooh. Careful there. I got it. Thanks. You sure? Looks heavy. Yeah. Dead battery? Yeah. Leave the headlights on? I, I've got it under control. Um, so... So I'm... Gonna take care of this. Um... Sorry, are, are you are you delivering something? Do you need a signature? Are you looking for... Oh, I, I mean... No, no, no. Uh, you're not from around here. Uh, my wife and I moved in earlier this year. Uh, Holly McCleary. We go way back. I'm sorry to be rude, but my family is waiting on me for dinner. Yes, your family. That's why I'm here. Conrad Baldwin. I'm Elliot's dad. Right. Nico's told me about you. Oh, no. Seems like he didn't have anything nice to say. <laughs> oh. Listen. I'll be straight with you, Miss Segretti. Nico and I had a little uh, disagreement the other day. Oh? Your son is a smart, a, a clever, and very perceptive young man. Thank you. But he's still a young man. He doesn't know as much about the world as he thinks he does. And what he does know, well, it's pretty obviously colored by the fact that he's a teen. You know how it is. I do. <laughs> Seems like you've got a pretty harsh opinion of me yourself. Nico must have had a lot to say. But my opinion isn't based on anything that my son may or may not have told me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get it. You think I'm an asshole? Miss mm. Segretti, I need you to know that I love my son. 
I know it might be hard to reconcile that fact with what you may have heard. But I want you to try. We have made choices as parents, hard choices. Sometimes the actions that are in the best interest of our child are ones that will hurt them in the short term, but ultimately give them a better, longer, healthier life. <laughs> you know, my wife had to be the one to take the kids to the doctor when they were getting vaccinated. I, I just couldn't handle it. I knew it was the best thing for them in the long run, but I hated seeing them in pain. Elliot might be in some pain right now. I sincerely hope he isn't, but I won't lie and say that I think that's likely. But whatever immediate pain he's feeling will pay off for him a thousandfold as an adult. Pay off for him? Selling Elliot to them to give yourself power is going to pay off for him. Is that what Nico told you? That I, I traded away my child, my eldest son, to make myself more important? I, God, no wonder you've been reacting like I'm a monster. I, I would be. If I'd done that. Miss Segretti, uh, Karen, what you've said would be, no, is horrific. And not the terms of any bargain to which I have agreed. When I first met Nico, I was impressed by the way he clearly had a strong sense of what's right and wrong. I can see now that he got that from you. And I understand. I do. A child being given a job, a, a destiny, before they can walk or talk. Having a commitment made on their behalf without their input. Well, it, it doesn't sit well with our modern understanding of the roles of children and parents, does it? I know... The arrangement I've made with Arcadia's patrons sounds, well, it sounds like a fantasy story, complete with the mean old evil dad. But I assure you, it is no more harmful to my son than a, an apprenticeship or uh, an arranged marriage. Old-fashioned, possibly a little uncomfortable for current sensibilities, but a tradition that has served society well for hundreds of years. Would Elliot say the same thing if I asked him? <laughs> Probably not, but I don't think he'd have great things to say about doing his homework or taking out the trash either. Hmm. Miss Segretti, we don't have 
to agree on every parenting choice someone else makes. We do have to respect their right as parents to make them. I don't think that extends to child abuse. I am not abusing my son. You know, I sure hope your wife never disagrees with your approach to child-rearing. We both love our kids. I hope we'd be able to find some common ground. I want to be able to come to an understanding. Look, I'd like to think that maybe I just don't have hey, all Mom, the information. Hey, Mom, my tape recorder? I think I left... Mom? Nico, great to see you, Sport. What are you doing here? Just having a friendly chat with your mom. Get away from her. Now, I know your mom's raised you better than to be rude to a guest. Right, Miss Segretti? It's time for you to leave. Nico, we're going inside now. Uh, just a minute. I haven't finished talking. Yes, you have. Come on. I want you to stay here until I've said what I came to say. I suppose we could... Do not try to mind control my mom. Stop talking. I have given you three chances to behave maturely about this entire situation. And if you had been the child of any other family, it would have only been one. Your heritage and the relationship between your uncle and my brother, it prompted me to treat you with more consideration than I would usually show. And it has been wasted on you. I gave you multiple opportunities to mitigate this. Arcadia's patron gave you opportunities. And, and you threw every one of them back in our faces. Well, change is coming to Arcadia. And when it does... The Balconer family will no longer be untouchable. He is coming to claim what he is owed. And not a single person of this city will prevent him from taking it. Certainly. Well done, villain monologue. Maybe I should have taken notes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get inside. Saturday, July 11th, 2009. What is he owed? The monarch. Everyone keeps going on about how he's coming to take what he's owed or whatever, but what? 
is he actually owed? I mean, yes, the Arcadian bargain means he gets a kid or whatever, but not till the actual intersection of the solstice and lunar eclipse, which isn't until, like, next year. So what does he think he's entitled to right now? I have been wondering the exact same thing. At first, I thought it was a figure of speech. You know, what he's owed being, like, you know, respect or something. We're supposed to all talk to and about him like he's this big deal because he's the monarch. Since it's all riddles and circles anyway, it seemed like it could be something intangible just as easily as it could be a thing thing. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. Because it's not. Oh. I I mean, I guess it could be. But I don't think it is. I think it's something real. Okay. Why? Exactly. What? Why is the monarch acting like he's supposed to be getting something from this world? And more importantly, why would he want it? I have no idea. Yes, I know. That's what we need to figure out. Right. Okay, right. How? I don't know. The bargain was altered. He altered it. As he had set out to do. Hi, Thomas. I didn't see you there. Because I wasn't here. The terms of the bargain were shifted. Became something other. Acquired new, different debt and payment and profit. He, the brother, my my father, set out to change things. He did. I want to know how. Oh, of course. Lyndon changed the bargain. We knew that. I just didn't put it together. He changed the terms, which of course changed what what, what you said, debt and payment and profit. But what does that mean? Well, I mean, we know what the payment was, right? You know, Thomas, uh, making Thomas, I guess. Yeah, right. But that deal was with Thomas's mother, with the curator of whatever in summer. Curator angle of light cast through leaves on moss on the third day. don't care. Oh. The deal was with her, wasn't it, Thomas? Mm. A bargain was made. I exist, so one must have been. But it might not have been the bargain, the one with Lyndon. I, as a grown thing, am of very little value to them, and... (laughs) That's not true. But I had the potential to have worth. Before I became holy myself. My conception and my creation would have required significant cost, because it might have produced significant gain. That I ultimately proved to be worthless made the price incommensurate, even if it remained within the terms dictated. So if the deal was with the monarch, then this bullshit about being owed is... Is just him being a sore loser? 
pissed he didn't negotiate better. That would mean he's bluffing, right? About having the ability to, uh, I don't know, do whatever unpleasant thing he's implying he's going to do. What? Thomas said it. The price was too much, even if it was within the terms of the deal. He's pissed off he spent too much, but if it's just how the bargain was written, then too bad, right? He can't do anything because no one broke any agreements. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, I follow. That assumes he can't just, I don't know, murder us in completely ordinary and non-magical ways. Can he mundanely murder us? Uh-uh. Thomas? Hmm? No. Thank God. Oh, good. But... Oh, no. The terms of the Arcadian bargain, as I knew them, forbade them, but they from elsewhere, from bringing about direct harm to us, we of the town, either through their own actions or through direct commands, instructions, or requests made of others. That sounds like he can't kill us. The bargain has been altered. Right. And I... And so we have not learned the terms. Which means he might be able to murder us. Or he might not. Not a risk I'm willing to take, thank you. Yeah, okay. What if Lyndon Steele was with, what's her name, the curator? Then, okay, let me think about this. If she and Lyndon altered the terms of the bargain... Wait, hang on. Thomas, who can do that? Do what? Change the bargain. The Arcadian bargain, I mean. They that govern passage. Who is? The monarch of doors. There. Okay, that's our answer. Give me a second to catch up here. Nico, pay attention. I am. You're just going through this really fast. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, okay. The Arcadian bargain has been changed. It was changed by a deal between Lyndon and whoever on their side was allowed to make changes to it. The person who is allowed to make changes to it is the person in charge of the barrier between here and there, which is the doors, which means Lyndon's bargain is with the monarch of doors. But doesn't the monarch change? Yeah, but we already know that it hasn't. Or at least, not for at least the last two eclipses. Right. Because the monarch, Cyrus's dad, monarch, has been talking about Mm -hmm. staying in power. Yes, exactly! (laughs) Wait. Oh, what? Thomas, you said the Arcadian bargain made it so that they couldn't hurt people from here, right? Either by their own actions or telling other people to. Yes. Okay. But... They killed Lyndon, which is just about as much as you can hurt someone. The terms got changed? Right, yeah, but... I mean, I know he was a kid, and I know Mr. DiCaprio said that they forgot to write protection or whatever into their altered terms, but I really don't think he'd have, like, taken that stuff out. Or that if he did take it out, he wouldn't have put something back in. I read his journal. He put a lot of thought into what he was doing. He wouldn't have made that basic a mistake. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Nico. Leah. 
he, the, the brother, Linden, is dead. Uh, yes. Are we sure, though? Yes, we are sure. My dead uncle Linden is dead. But what if he... We are sure. I'll talk to mom about it. It makes the sister unhappy to remember him. What happened to him? It makes me unhappy, her being that way. I'll talk to Karen about it. But I'm sure he's dead. Okay, but are we really sure? Seriously. But I'll ask, okay? I have completely lost track of what we were talking about. <laughs> Lyndon negotiated a change to the Arcadian bargain with the Monarch of Doors. We don't know what the change was, except that part of it made it so that neither Lyndon nor Holly were taken. They, probably the Monarch, killed Lyndon, which shouldn't be possible under the terms of the... Actually, it shouldn't be possible twice. What? It, it violates the most basic element of the bargain. That kids from Arcadia will all live to the age of majority. Right. Huh. Yeah. Even when mom was a kid, 18 was still when you became an adult. Exactly. So Lyndon should have been protected in two different ways. We really, really need to figure out how the bargain's been changed. Like, right now. I think... Oh. I think maybe we should talk to her. Her? Her? Yeah. Not to make a deal with her or anything. Just... Just hear what she has to say. You said there was no way in hell we'd do that. I know! I know, I hate it, okay? It is a terrible idea, but there are so many things that we don't know, and I can't think of any other way to figure it out. Maybe Thomas knows? No. No, you don't know, or no, we shouldn't talk to her? No, I don't know. She does. No thanks. Should we talk to her? No. She's bad and dangerous. We shouldn't talk to her. But we have need. She has that which can satisfy. So we will. Great. Perfect. Fantastic. I guess it's decided. We're off to negotiate with another otherworldly being of incalculable power. Can't wait. Just another Saturday in Arcadia. <laughs> Smash cut. Black screen. Over black. Roll credits. Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Leah Webster is played by Kalen. Karen Segretti is played by Corvin Appleby. Conrad Baldwin is played by S.J. Riker. Thomas Falconer is played by Kale Brown. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Media. It is written by Lee Seguente and edited by Eric Seguente. You can find more information about the show, its cast, and crew at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com or join us on Discord at discord.lawofnames.com. Fade out. <laughs> <laughs>